Well, thanks for joining us today on the Gregorich Ministries podcast. Um, we're super excited about our guest today. We have Pastor Craig Hagen from Rama USA here in Oklahoma joining us live today. Um, we're very excited about what God is going to share today. So thank you so much for joining us, Pastor. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's good to be here with you guys. Man, um, something I love is Pastor Craig, actually, you have a podcast. Yeah. So, and, you know, I talked to you before, but basically every Tuesday and Thursday, for uh, the most part. Normally, I've actually been, I've been kind of bad here. It's been, it's been Wednesday and Friday, but, but only because <laughs> I've been really, really busy and, and I upload my own podcast. There you go. Yeah. And, and so, but it's normally every Tuesday and Thursday. Hopefully I get back on schedule. <laughs> I, I've been some, like, actually the other day I'm thinking, oh man, I forgot to load my podcast today. <laughs> so it actually came out Wednesday of this week. Well, there you go. But, you know, people can find it pretty much everywhere there's a podcast. And yeah. how can they find you? What's the best way to search for that? Uh, if you type in Craig Hagen podcast and you, you know, pretty much, I mean, pulled up there, um, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, pretty much anywhere, Everywhere. anywhere, anywhere that they have podcasts. And um, today's episode is supposed to be today. It hasn't been released yet, but we'll let you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and you guys have had some awesome uh, guests on there. I know you have, I believe it's Pastor Gary Crow, Grady Pickett, and some more people that you've had all the time. Yeah, I mean, right now, um, all our guests have actually been Raymond graduates. Yeah. And it really, my podcast is really, we're, we're showcasing what our Raymond graduates are doing all over the world. And yeah. we're trying to actually get some that are in business, some that are in ministry. So, because, you know, we have Raymond graduates doing all kinds of different things. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're trying to focus in on Raymond graduates. Now, at some point in time, I'm going to bring some of my friends who are not Raymond graduates in, yeah. and, you know, to, to share with the, you know, with the viewers about all the things going on in their life. But it's been primarily uh, the purpose of the podcast was to promote Raymond Bible Training College. And that's, that's during the podcast, I'll always say rbtc.org multiple times, yeah. you know, and encourage, you know, people that want to train more, um, they want to learn more about the Bible, or if they want to come, they know they're going to train for the ministry to come to RBTC yeah. and um, train. So, uh, like both you guys are Rama graduates as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Rama's been a huge impact on both of our lives. Yeah. I mean, we wouldn't be where we are without Rama. So we're very thankful for that. Primarily, are you, um, is it U.S. listeners or is it international or how, how is it going um, with that? The U.S. obviously is our, is our, our biggest thing, but yeah. we're, we're very popular in, in India. Um, so I, I was telling you guys last time when I was on the Joe McGee's podcast yeah, with, yeah, with, yeah. with Josh um, that there's there's a, a site called Ghana. It's I don't know if it's pronounced right, but it's G A A N A, and it's India's number one streaming site. Anyway, yeah. um, so I, I put I put us on there, and, and for for a while it was like a hundred people, hundred new IP uh, IP addresses a week. That were they were you know on on wow. listening to us and so we have quite a few people from India and then someone sent me a thing the other day saying that in Malta we rank like twenty eight in the religious category or something like that in Malta and some and some other random place I, I didn't realize we ranked that high wow. I mean I didn't realize ranked at all actually so you know and I guess because it's English you know I, I didn't think that India would be one of our primary things I, I figured like. Nigeria, there's a lot of English-speaking yeah, people yeah, there, for sure. but I, Nigeria is not one of my, our biggest um, countries. Um, Germany, I think, is actually our next biggest country, and that's maybe because we had John Grumall on the show. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So, they, so, they tuned in for him, and, yeah. and now they're hooked. So. And I, actually, another stat, as um, far as our cities, Washington, D.C. is like number five. Of, of cities listen to us, and I'm thinking, you know, I don't really know. Well, I, I know a few congressmen that live in D.C., are my own congressman, but I don't really know too many people live in the D.C. area. But 
I guess um, we're, we're good in D.C. Maybe, maybe maybe they need the help from our podcast. There you go. Right. <laughs> and the awesome thing, too, is with being able to do a podcast, you're able to reach people all over the world. And even on our podcast here for Greg Rich Ministries, you know, half of our listeners, we had over 200,000 people listen in the last couple of months, and half of you guys that are listening are from Brazil. And so uh, it's just awesome to see what we're able to do and able to reach. And, Craig, I know you've been to Brazil a couple times. Yeah, and, and what? There's a Brazilian people there. No, yeah. um, <laughs> no the interesting part about Brazil, Brazil is, as you probably know, a lot of those folks don't speak English. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, and now the younger ones are the ones that you speak yes, English. Yeah. A lot of them won't speak to you because they think they have bad English. Yeah. And, you know, but yeah, I, I, we, I love Brazil. I mean, yeah. you know, if if I didn't live in, in the United States of America, any other country, I would live in Brazil. I mean, that's just like, that's like my adopted country. <laughs> yeah. That, you know, and and I, I love the people there. And, and I know the people there love me too. Um, you know, it is hard with the language barrier to talk to a, a lot of folks or, yep. or whatever. Even um, Guto, you know, who's, who's over Rainbow Brazil, you know, he doesn't. Um, speak very much English. Yeah. His wife Sue Ellen actually does speaks a little more, yeah. but but you know we communicate okay, you know, and it, it works. And I, I've I've learned quite a bit of Portuguese, probably not as much as you have, Josh, but, <laughs> but, but <laughs> yeah, but I have learned to. some. Yeah. yeah, and you know my wife, she graduated from Rama Brazil. Yeah. She went did three years there, and so one thing that's awesome about Rama is it, it makes a big world small. And so there's a lot of different campuses. And I think the last time I saw, and you had mentioned it, there's a lot of campuses that aren't even approved yet. But from what we've seen that are approved, there's almost like 271, 275 campuses yeah, I, I, around I, the world. I, I actually, I usually get a, a, a thing updated from you know, an updated yeah. sheet. I think it's like 274. I mean, wow. I know we approved a couple of campuses in Congo um, over the last few weeks. And, and so... Wow. Um, and I think we're at 52 nations right now. And then approved campuses and started is two different things because, yeah, yeah. you know, sometimes it takes two, even three years. And with COVID, we've actually, campuses that should be running right now are not, you know, but but they will get up and running soon. Yes. You know, and, and, and we're, I mean, this has been an attack for, on the whole world. Yeah. And, you know, it has really affected, you know, our, our, our schools all, all over the nation. In fact, um, um, Raymond Norway still hasn't had their very first graduation that was supposed to be over a year ago that I was wow. supposed to do and, wow. and right, right was right when the kind of COVID, you know, hit really hard in the U S in fact, um, president Trump, um, um, told us we couldn't go to Europe like two days before I was supposed to go to Europe. And so, and they still haven't had their graduation. Um, so Man, it's, you know, yeah. it's, 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 you know, it's an attack from the devil. Yeah. And, and really, I mean, you know, you know, I know the devil knows that we're living in the last days and I yeah. think he's really trying to stop, you know, you know, stop the, the things of God from going forward. You know, and it's really it's really hampered air travel. You know, yeah. and hampered. You know, now the great thing about it is we've been able to work around that. I mean, you know, you know, it's it's pretty cool. When, when I, I did a meeting in Nigeria, you know, via Zoom, we we had yeah. a faith. Uh, you know, you know, well, I, actually, your, your dad was a part yeah. of that too, and so we we did a faith seminar. You know, in Nigeria, sitting in the studio. So <laughs> you know, never thought that that people actually listen to you doing that but but now you know we're, we're so used to yeah you know the, all the zooms and stuff like that so it's a little bit easier to to communicate to the world because you know we're used to do like podcasts and different things yeah. like that I, I know you know we've done a number of those kind of things too with our other schools and so it's you know you know we found out unique ways to to minister in a, in a way we maybe wouldn't have done it before so and yeah. those schools that you have that haven't been able to meet in person, have you guys been able to kind of give them guidance on, you know, what they can do? You know, it's probably different in every country, but how's how's that going for the people that aren't able to well, meet in person? Pretty much it's like 
figure it out. I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and you know, but it really does hurt. You know, some countries that have less technology. You yeah. know, I mean, like like in Kenya, there are some places that you know, you know, you're you're your cities. That's great. You now, you know, people do have cell phones in Kenya. You guys probably yeah, know that. Yeah. But but you know, I, you know, I, I don't know how you know how much streaming and all that kind of stuff they can do. I mean, it's a whole lot. You know, things so so that's kind of affected more. You know, but but yeah, we really haven't wanted to tell everyone they have to do it this way or that yeah. way. It's pretty much whatever you think works best for your country at the time. Um, we have decided, you know, um, you know, here in the U.S. we do not have online school, but we have decided, you know, in some of the other countries we, they they do have online school. So. If they started online, we're, we're going to allow them to finish online. Yeah, you know, so we're going to make sure that, that at least that they can finish that. You know, we, we don't want to stop somebody from from doing that. And, yeah. and in the future, we're still not sure what's going to happen. You yeah, know, we're just you know we're just all playing it by ear. I think that's yeah. what you know you know we're just doing whatever we we feel that's this best. But you know, there, there's something about being there, and you know, it's you know, it's true. I mean, we we've, we've really toyed with that even online here in the United States, but. But there's something about being at, at, at that location right there, you know, and, and there's so much you get, you know, and so it's, um, you know, yeah, that's where we're at right now. Yeah, and you mentioned, you know, it's an attack from the enemy. Oh, it yeah, really it is. is. Ultimately, it's the enemy trying to stop the plan of God in the yeah. world. And, you know, growing up, um, being a part, you know, my dad being in ministry my whole life, Josh has been a part of ministry. Um, I know your boys grew up. I grew up. They were the same age as me. They've been involved in ministry and Didn't been you around play it. Basketball yeah, we played basketball. With yeah, yeah. Right? Basketball. Coach Cameron and Blake. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Cameron was, man, Cameron. <laughs> Just happy belated birthday, Cameron. Yeah. yeah but, so. you, no, I mean, ultimately. I mean, growing up in ministry, I know, you know, your boys, myself, other people have struggled in life in some areas. Yeah. And I know, you know, not just us, but even all around the country, different people that I know that their parents or families are in ministry that have struggled. Um, they ultimately, God has a big plan for their life, but maybe yeah. they've, you know, kind of gone a different way. What would you say to those people that, you know, you grew up in ministry yourself? What would you say to those that have struggled and kind of fallen off? Well, first of all, God loves you no matter what yeah. you've done, no, no, no matter where you've gone, no matter how far away from God you think you've ever got. I mean, God still loves you. And and yeah. I, I always, every time I pray before I speak, I, I always pray that, you know, that, that God does have a plan and a purpose for every one of our lives and that yeah. we will fulfill that plan and that purpose. Yeah. And I, I do get it. I mean, you know, you know, being a preacher's kid is not always easy. Yeah. And, and, you know, and... And you know, just like any other kid, you also have outside influences, and, and yeah. I believe once again, the devil is trying is yeah. trying to stop us from reaching our destiny. And yeah. you know, and you're gonna have outside influences, but you know, sometimes you know, I, actually, I heard a report um, the other day of you know, I have a chance to do youth ministry a number of times here at at, at Rama, yeah. and one of the girls who was in my youth group who 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 had some some issues, you know, not not in the youth group time, but but later, but after after youth and kind of f- fell away or whatever. And her kids have now started coming to actually her her mom was bringing their grandkids to yeah. to our children's church. Well, her mom couldn't come, so she brought the kids, and she was too embarrassed to go in because she thought that some people might be judgmental. Mm. Yeah. You know what the Bible says not to judge people. Yeah. You know, and, and so I, I'm like, I wouldn't. You know, I'm, I'm going to get a hold of her. I'm like, you need to come in. I'm, I mean, you know, I mean, I, I'm I'm glad you're you're there. I want you. I want you there. And, and you know, it sometimes see the devil tries to lie to us, but that's yeah. the Bible says he. Does. He says he's a liar. Yeah. 
And he's going to try to lie to us and say, you know what, you've messed up too bad. But I kind of think about the Apostle Paul. I mean, think about this. This is a guy who basically had a license to kill Christians. I mean, that's, yeah. what, that's what he did, you know, yeah. in, in his former life. He was, you know, you know putting Christians to death. And, and then, you know, he had a, a, a miraculous experience, yeah. you know, on the road. And, 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 and all of a sudden now he's... Um, you know, now he's getting people saved. I mean, think about, you know, I kind of wonder, and everyone would say, what is Paul's thorn? Paul's thorn might have been thinking, you know, I used to kill you guys, yeah. you know, and now I'm preaching to you. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that's 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 a lot of... That can be heavy. That can be really heavy. <laughs> yeah. It can be a burden yeah. that's, that, you know, really, you know, you know you're, you're preaching to someone's family and say, yeah, I killed your dad, you know, <laughs> no. or I had your dad killed. So maybe he didn't actually do it, but, yeah. but he was the one who ordered it. And so the thing about it is, I don't care what you've done. I, I, don't, I don't care, you know, how bad you think think you've done you know what god still loves you yeah. and and god wants to you know welcome you back in and and any any real christian any real church is also going to you know welcome you back in yeah. you know whether it's our church or any church i mean you know just come come as you yeah. are you know and i i actually like you know now you know i i i didn't like the dress code you know, you know, not not that I don't really like wearing a suit and a tie or, or things like that, but you know what? I always felt that we had to dress a certain way, and and because I know people said, well, if I don't have a suit, I, I can't come to church because I don't feel the part. Yeah. Well, you know, obviously, the more finances you have, the more you can afford suits and, yep. and, and things like that. I mean, I, I used to be, have a suit for every day if I want to have, you know, I have one. I like fourteen suits in my closet, <laughs> you know, and all they were was hot, you know. Yes. You know but now, I mean, I like the you know the freedom to be able to come to church, however you are, dressed however you are, I mean, as long as you cover the important parts. I guess that's the yeah. most important part. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, and, and come to church and worship God. You know, and not 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 feel you know that well. You know, I can't come because I don't have the right uniform. I mean, yep. that's basically how, how it was. I mean, you, you guys know as a young yeah. kid. I mean, if you didn't have the right uniform, I mean, you you. I mean, well, even like Easter Sunday, I would get a. I get a. Even as a kid, I get a new suit every Easter Sunday because you know, as kids, we didn't have to wear suits every day. But but Easter Sunday you had to wear a suit. Oh, yeah, that, that was the uniform, <laughs> you know. And so you know, I'm glad that we don't have to wear a uniform now. Now I I tend to be the guy that that wears jeans, you know, and a nice shirt, you know, and things like that. That's pretty much my my, my normal thing. This is my normal everyday stuff. I'm, yeah. You know, I wear I got wear jeans. I got my Yeezys on. I mean, that's just kind of that's kind of my my dress. And uh, there was a, a event I was going to, and we're a number of people I know were wearing suits. And so someone asked me, so well, Craig, how do we dress? I said, oh, I'm dressing Craig appropriate. I was like, what do you mean? So <laughs> what Craig wants to wear? I'm gonna that's how I'm gonna dress. And, I don't care if everyone else is dressed. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've been through. And, you know, God has a plan. He has a purpose. And, yeah. and, and you're welcome to come to our church. And, and really, I, I believe that any church that's preaching the, the full gospel, that's you're welcome true. to come you know, all across America. And if you're looking for a good home church, if you go to rhema.org and you go about the middle of, of, of the thing off to the left, there is a find a church in your area, and you can find a church in your area, wherever you might live in the United States. If you live somewhere overseas, um, Go to, go to the Rainbow Brazil or Rainbow yeah. whatever Rainbow somewhere yeah. wherever you're and, at, and they'll have a, a way that you can find a church in your area as well. And that that's something I loved about Rama is when you know I I started going there. I went to school starting in 2011. So it's been man ten years now, and I never. I actually remember you back in high school because you, Andrew. I was with uh, Andrew. Yeah. yeah, we were at yeah. Grace. Yeah, Grace. Together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we played basketball, 
And man, uh, it's, it's incredible. You know, when I came here, I never once felt excluded. I never felt like I didn't belong. And that's a testimony to Rama, but also to yourself, because Craig, whenever you're ministering, there's not ever a time in your message that I feel like, man, this doesn't, I'm not included in this or, or I'm excluded. And, and that's something that's huge. And even I, I told you before, but you know, when I went to Rama, I was nervous. I was like, man, I even asked your dad, Tanner, I said, how much of the Bible do I need to know (laughs) before I come? Because I want to make sure like I study and cram and and try to get in. But I realized that there's people there that knew less or more than me. And it didn't matter. I came as I was. And, you know, the great thing about the training there is it doesn't matter if you feel like, man, I'm you're called to ministry or not. Just learning about the Bible and really realizing who you are in Christ and beyond just the schooling, something that I was able to do. I went on my first mission trip while I was at Rama. Yeah, yeah. And I know you lead some of those. I have some yeah. friends that went with you to Peru and you've kind of been all over just not only yeah. yourself, but you've led those trips and Tanner's been on several of them. Yeah. And I feel like, it, you know, if you do feel led to go to Rama, throw yourself into one of those mission trips because you get a whole new perspective about what Rama is doing around the world, but also what God is doing across the globe and how you can get involved. And, you know, Tanner, I wanted to ask you, you know, obviously you grew up at Rama for the most part, but then you had to make a decision. I want to go to Rama yeah. for yourself. And it couldn't be pressure from your dad or no. pressure from anybody else, but you made that decision. How did you come to that? Yeah, absolutely. I told people growing up, I'll never go to Rama. <laughs> That's the last place. Oh, are you going to come to Rama? I'm like, no, I'm way better than that. Yeah. Not knowing that. That's what was the best for me. Um, Yeah, but it's a decision that I had to make myself. The best thing about me making that decision was that I didn't even tell my parents beforehand. I made the decision and then told them, hey, I'm thinking about this, and they were supportive. And, you know, there's a lot of people I know, like, that I grew up with, um, even at Rama, other places around the world that maybe have taken a step away from the call of God in their life. They know the Lord. They know what's right. They know what's wrong. And they're in a place right now that I know they're miserable. Yeah. And Josh, yeah. you, you had a, a time like that in your life where you, you, you knew it, what you were doing is just not, not it. It wasn't it. And yeah. you're miserable. You're, you know better. And so to those people that maybe there's somebody listening, maybe you um, know somebody in your family like that, don't, don't make them get everything together before they come back to church. Yeah. Yeah, don't tell sure. them they've got to have it all figured out. They've got to clean up this. Just bring them back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's that's big. I mean, you because know, a lot of people, I've heard people tell me, you know, well, I'm not ready to come to church yet. I'm like, what do you mean not ready to come? To church? Just show up. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, there's there's no like, okay, you, you got to pass this test to come into my church. Yeah, you know, we just want you there. Yeah, you know, and and, and the deal is, I mean, I, I know for myself, I really try to when I'm ministering, I, I try to be relevant to what. What's going on in society? What's going on? You know, yeah. and what what I, what I really believe that people are facing, and really a lot of my messages, is I I tend to think more because doing youth and, and still doing young adults. I mean, I tend to think more the you know what some of the younger folks are going through. Yeah, yeah. you know, younger than me. You know, you know, as I was younger, you know, but now I, I remember one time doing doing our synergy there, our singles ministry on Tuesday night. One time I actually put myself in their category, and they're like, "Wait, wait, you're, you're not in our category. You're, <laughs> you're like you're like way older than you." <laughs> anyway, but now now a lot of them, you know, they're the same age as my kids are, so it's it's a little easier for me to yeah. to kind of you know not be in their category. But yeah. but you know what, I really feel a call for for the, for the people who are between like 
18 and it used to be 25. Now it might be even 30 because between those times, that's when you're not in your, your parents' house anymore, maybe, you know, and, and that's when people fall through the cracks. Because, yeah, you know, as long, yeah. as long as you were, you know, usually until 18, until you graduate from high school, you're probably coming to church, you know, because your parents are dragging you to church. And even if you have your own car, it's like, well, you're coming to church, right? You know, yeah. and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But, but once you kind of become your own man or woman, it's like, you know, well, do, do I really want that? You know, is, is, is that what I'm all about? And that's when people kind of fall in the cracks. And that, that's yeah. where I believe that, that I really am called to minister to those people and, and keep them, keep them, you know, I know we're not going to be perfect. We're not, no one's, you know, we've, all three of us here are not perfect. We've all done things, you know, imperfect and we might do things imperfect tomorrow. Yeah. You know, that, that's the thing is we've all come short and sinned, you know, but God loves us anyway. Yeah. And I just, want, I just encourage people just to come, yeah. you know, or, or maybe, you know, people say, people say, well, Rama, I mean that that's like a Bible school. You know, I, I don't feel called to be a minister. Well, it's not just for ministers or no. for people. I mean, in fact, if you, if you if you take um um you know three years and, and do um, um biblical studies, you can actually, according to what your dad said, you you can you can study every book of the Bible in that three year period of time. And so, I mean, I mean, how hard is it? I mean, I mean, how awesome to, to actually know the Bible? Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's you know, I mean, the the Bible is still the principle for what we live. Yeah. You know, each and every day. Day, and it's just a wonderful thing, and, and man, you know, I, I'm, I'm just excited about I'm excited about this generation. I'm, yes. I'm excited about what's going on. I'm excited about our even our current Rama students right now. Yeah. And I will say, we tend this year. They're, they're maybe a little bit older. Maybe I'm wrong, but it just seems like there's there's some thirty something year olds. In fact, the other day, I had a, a lady. A, a, I'll say a girl. I said she's in her thirties, thirty something. I'll just say she texts me on the phone. She goes, "Craig, am I too old to come to Rama?" I'm like, "Absolutely not." <laughs> I mean, you know, there, there's I said, you know. There's people who are 85 to come to Rama. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. so you know, there's some people that, that retired and said, you know what? Now it's time to go to Bible school because now I don't need to work anymore. So I'm going to come to Bible school and learn more about the Bible. In fact, it's interesting. My grandfather was 59 years old when when Rama started. I mean, so that's almost retirement age if you think about yeah. it. Yeah. Is 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 when we started? You know. The, the minister, well, Rainbow Bible Training College, I mean, you know, before he'd been in the minister, traveling ministry. And so so his best years were, were all, almost retirement years, you wow. know, in, in the natural, if you think about it. But God's yeah. just doing wonderful things. And there's people of all ages. I remember when I was in school, there was someone that was 17 years old, and there was someone that was in their 80s. Yeah. So there was a wide range of people, and it didn't matter. But Yeah, and the amazing thing, too, I'm in a Facebook group with the Rama Eagles, all the old yeah, basketball, all players. basketball players. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, there's, it's great to see what everybody's doing around the world. But what also is awesome to me, you mentioned before, it's not just ministers. Yeah. Yeah. You don't just have to be a minister. I consider myself a minister. I get to teach and different things. But right now, I... I also hold the profession as a personal trainer and a gym owner, yeah. and I'm reaching people in that that I would never get to reach from a pulpit anywhere. Yeah. I have, I'm not going to mention names, but I have somebody who is going through a tough life situation right now. They, you know, are going through a divorce and they're struggling with alcohol and things like that, that I'm not going to get to reach at the church. Yeah. They're, they're not going to step foot in, in yeah. the door. But because of what I'm doing in life where God has me, I'm able to reach them. And so any, anybody that's listening, you don't just have to be a, a minister in the pulpit. There's going to be things, business that you're doing in life, wherever, whatever God has for you, you can fulfill that plan and purpose through yeah. coming to Rama. 
Actually, my dad has a book, and he, he was talking of every member a minister. And I think on the book there was like a picture of a fireman, a police officer, yeah. and all that. I mean, because you know, we realize that ever I mean, even if I work at Subway, yeah, you know, you know how many people come in Subway every day. I'm not picking on Subway or anything like that, but but yeah. I mean, how many people come, you know come into a, a restaurant or whatever? You know, you know, just actually just um, on Monday, you know, Quick Trip is my favorite convenience store here here, here, here in. In Tulsa, I guess they're all over. Um, and so I, I was in Quick Trip, and I was having a great day because I always have a good Monday, good Tuesday, good th- you know every, every day is good for my life. And so, um, so there was a, a young gentleman who walked in, and you know, and, and if we were to judge people from the outside, we, we would actually call him a thug. I mean, I'm just yeah. I'm just being honest. You know, and, and and you all can picture what a thug looks like or whatever. He had a scowl on his face. He was really not. I don't know if he's having a bad day or not. And so I don't know. I was having a really good day. And so I'm like, hey, man, how you doing? The funny part about it is that guy lit up and began to smile. And he goes, actually, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm, I'm like, I'm doing awesome, man. It's good to see you. And I'm like, so it was just, I brought a smile to his face. Yep. Now, I didn't minister the word to him. But, but you, know, you know, I bet you next time he sees me or if he ever sees me again, he'll probably talk to me. Yeah. You know, and he was kind of person that mo- a lot of people might not talk to because they thought he was like bad news or whatever. And you know what? But but we we can bring the good news to people who might be considered bad news. It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And yeah. and just bringing a smile on his face made me happy. Yeah. You know. And, and I mean, we should be a light to the world. I don't know. Remember Children's Church? We sing this little light of mine. I'm going to let it shine. Hide it under a bushel. No, I'm going to let it shine. And you know, maybe we should actually do that. Yeah. yeah. You know, and maybe we're not actually carrying a candle or carrying our cell phone, lighting up and thing or whatever. <laughs> but you know, we, we can. We should let the light shine on the inside of us at all times. Yeah, and a lot of times that's not standing on the street corner shouting scripture. It's yeah. like you said, <laughs> saying hi to somebody at Quick Trip. It's being the light to the world you, just in everyday life. And you'd be surprised how much just your smiling at somebody will actually make an impact because people are so used to just ever. You just kind of have that resting bad face <laughs> on, and yeah. it's it's not good. And so you know, if you just look, make eye contact with somebody. I encourage you to look somebody in the eye, smile at them, encourage them. Yeah, homework even, for the week. Homework yeah. for the week. Yeah. Yeah. Is you, you guys out there that are watching, hey, make somebody smile. Yeah, yeah. there so you just go. Just say hi. You, you know, actually, I kind of do a thing when I'm walking through the mall or Walmart, and if someone makes eye contact, I always say hi to everybody. Yeah. You know, whether they know me or it doesn't, I don't care whether they know me or not. I mean, what, what, what's saying hi hurt? Yeah. You know, so I, I know in this COVID world, people are like afraid to even talk to people, afraid to be around people. Yeah. But, I'm different. And sometimes you, you're looking for an open door. You know, you're not always going to go up to somebody right off, off the bat and share a scripture with them. But, you know, just giving someone a compliment, one, it's going to bring a smile to their face, but it can also open doors. You know, there's times that I've told people, man, I really like your shoes. And they're like, oh, really? Thank you. And that just gives you an opportunity to start developing a relationship. Because I had a friend tell me recently that the kingdom of God is a kingdom of relationships. And so, you know, you're not always going to be able just to come off right off the bat and say, if you die today, are you going to heaven? Hell, and that <laughs> opens the door. You want to actually develop uh, and show people that you care about them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, life is about relationships. Yeah. Really, yeah. I mean, the reason that we're still here when we got saved, we didn't shoot up to heaven. It's for other people. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. And Craig, I wanted to ask you too. You know, this generation is different than any generation that's come before. And, you know, it, it's a unique uh, generation. And you, you've talked about you have kids around this same age. and yeah, All so, you guys are age. <laughs> yeah, our age, yeah. And so, you know, how do you feel like, um, you know, as you approach ministering to them, because you have some really unique messages. And we talked about <laughs> it when you were here with Joe about... Well, uh, well, well just uh, was, was get lit. Was yeah. my, last, my last message. <laughs> um, and, 
And so, so how um, do you, I wanted to ask you, because there's people that are on here that are, are ministers themselves, and they're asking, how do you even get inspiration for those messages? Where does that come from? Do you get one scripture? Do you just get a, a phrase? Or how do you even get inspiration You know, it, actually, I mean, I can show you my notes from last night I preached on love, and all, it's just scriptures. All I have is scriptures. Yeah. I mean... I mean a lot of things I get whenever I'm 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 right there on you know on stage, but you know, but yeah, I mean, there are sometimes you know I, I have an inkling what what I'm going to say, or but but you know, you know I know the word, yeah. and so and I kind of I have more more of of the word in in, in what I'm going to say in here, you know, than I do even on on paper, and I think you know that's that's something that helps this generation because this generation don't want to see someone glued to their notes and, and reading that's from so a, true. Yeah. reading from a yeah, notepad. Yeah. I mean, last night. I don't even know how much I even looked at my notes up so I'm actually reading the scripture. I mean, I walked around the whole time and talking, and I think that's something that we need to understand as ministers. I mean, you know, they don't want to know what you read. They want to know what you know. Yeah. And, you, you know, do you know the Word? Do you live the Word? Do you, do you preach the Word? I mean, you, do you act on the Word? And, you know, I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I just... Pray and the Lord gives me things. Well, well, well. The, my scripture, my, my sermon called "Getting Lit." Was my my title was actually ignition, you know, because we, yeah. before we have blast off, we go through ignition. But then I think, you know, well, when it ignites, something lights up, and yeah. that's when I started to said, "Well, you need to get lit." Now, now people use that term terminology like like not really a <laughs> thing, but you know what? Because you say that, and people can relate, because some people have got lit in the world, and so yeah. they understand, and and it's like that. That's cool. Yeah. And and I I don't know. It's just. You know, like I said, I've done a lot of youth ministry. I, yeah, I guess yeah, yeah. I guess a lot of it comes from from. And I think in a younger time, you know, I think younger than who than who I am. It maybe has to do with 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 being coaching my kids, you know, playing yeah. sports and and being able to relate to my kids. And even even I think you know when my when I know my dad's not necessarily can relate to me a hundred percent, but he always tried to relate relate to me. And I I always want to be relatable. Yeah. And you know I'm. I think a lot, a lot of songs, a lot of times, and, and you know, I'll even use those songs. Um, you know, like um, actually today in my, in my class at Rama, I, I brought out. We're talking about you know walking in love, and I brought out the Black Eyed Peas. Where is the love? Yeah. You know, and, but if you think about, it, if you read those words to those songs, I mean, I mean, where is the love? I mean, that's what's wrong with the, with our world. And then I brought out Whitney Houston, the greatest love of all was inside of me. You know, which which I do. I I, I have I have the the love of Jesus on the inside yeah, of me. Yeah. But then he she also says, learning to love yourself is the greatest love of all. If you read the song, well, the you know the Bible says that we should love our neighbor as ourselves. If we don't love ourselves, we cannot love our neighbor. And so, I mean, I can preach any, any you know, any any song. I, I remember, like, I think I might have mentioned um, on Brother Joe's podcast is that um, is I preached a message one time, and in my message, this was back in the '90s, I mentioned um, Britney Spears and Tupac. All right, I had the lady about 80 years old. She goes, "That's the best message I've ever heard." In my life. <laughs> I'm thinking, do you even know who Britney Spears and Tupac is? You know, and, yeah. and actually now, now you know maybe Tupac they might know, but Britney, you know, except for she's like some crazy lady or whatever on the internet. But yeah. but um, you know, it's just I, I just try to try to be relatable, yeah. and, and bring out things that maybe most people wouldn't. Maybe yeah. I say things that a lot of people shouldn't but no. <laughs> but no i i love it and you had uh, i believe it was palm sunday you had an awesome message called being a be a donkey for yeah, jesus yeah, yeah. and we talked about it with joe but you know go go watch that message it was so awesome it's on, probably on youtube yeah rainbow for, usa channel on youtube and yeah that was palm sunday that was um that was um march the 28th i guess this yeah, palm sunday and then this message uh, april 19th um or 18th i think it was um 
about getting lit. Yeah, go go listen to those messages. And, you know, before we let you go today, we wanted to talk to you because we know there's a new generation coming up that maybe some that grew up in church and now they're they're wanting to really step into what God has for them. And so they, you know, Rama would be a great place for them. But where do you see Rama going in the next few years, next five years, next 10 years? What What's the next step for Rama continue to expand? Well, I mean, you know, as, as far as number of schools right now, I, I don't know, because yeah. um, I mean, the way we kind of do you know, schools is um, we don't have the actual finances to actually say, here's money, go start a school. So we have to depend upon God calling somebody to go to a country. And basically we say, okay, you're going to go to this country. You know, here's our curriculum. You can teach our curriculum. So so right now I, I would love to be able to say, hey, we're going to expand to this country, that country, and all this. Yeah. You know, and, and if we can get some more finances for Raymond, we'll absolutely do that. Yeah. You know, But right now we're dependent upon God calling somebody you know, to go to this country. But what we are going to do, we're going to continue to fulfill the mandate that that brother, my grandfather had in 1950 to go teach my people faith, and that's the mandate that we all accepted whenever we yeah. we went to Rama. Yeah. We all know about the mandate, and see, Rama, it's not about a man; it's about a mandate. It's about mm-hmm. a message that the Lord's given us, and and that's to take faith, you know, to to this world. And, you know, and the, and the two things that we that that my grandfather said for the reason for having our, our our school is to take faith and 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 the how how to be led by the Spirit of God. Yeah. You know, you know, and obviously, we as a church, we have adopted the hope, help, and healing, you know, motto because we do believe that we should bring hope, help, and healing to our world. Yeah. You know, whether your world is is Tulsa, Oklahoma, or or, or it's Amarillo, Texas, or 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 your world is is you know Timbuktu, it doesn't yeah. matter. Now, yeah. now I I personally take the scripture going to all the world and preach the gospel. I take it literally. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm like God wants me to go to every nation. Yeah. And, and preach the gospel, and I'm willing to go anywhere, any place, any time, you know. And and I'm really mad that I haven't been able to do that. I mean, that's just kind of my, that's yeah. just that's just my motto. I mean, I want I, I want to go to the world, and 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 I know that um, whenever um, well, your your dad Dean Tad and, and I, we were given the the you know the orders to, to be able to go all, 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 all the international schools and be over those, and and it, we've we've really expanded, and yeah. God's continued to expand, and you know, but. We're going to do what we've always done, you know, but what we, we, we want to train. I mean, I, I love our word partner video and it says, help us train more. That, that's what yeah. we want. We, we want yeah. to train more men and women around the world. And we're so excited about, I mean, we have people right now that never heard about Rhema and, and, and we just had a health and freedom conference and Clay Clark put, put it on at, at our campus. And I tell you, man, people are excited. People, they had 5 million people watching that and they know it was from our yeah. campus. So people are calling us like crazy right now and they, they want to know more about our school. And so I, I think we're going to have one of our biggest classes ever, wow. you, know, you know, coming up, you know, this year. Or, or maybe next year might take a little time to, you know, for them to come, and they're all excited, we're, and we're excited. Yeah, it, it's awesome to see what Rama is doing around the world. And Craig, what's the best way if someone says, you know what, maybe I'm not able to go to Rama, but I want to support the vision? What's the best way that people can get involved? Well, well, if you want to help us train Rama students, the best way is get involved in our work, what we call Word Partner Club. And if you go to Rama.org, I think it's Rama.org slash WPC, but if you go to Rama.org, it's somewhere on the website, but or, or probably type in Rama Word Partner Club, and that's, you know, what we do is we ask for, for people that support us on a monthly basis. It doesn't have to be a lot. It can be 10 bucks a month or whatever. But don't just support us. Also pray for us. And Absolutely. we're, we're going to return. We're going to pray for you and your family. You know, So it's a partnership. And it's called the War Partner Club. And, and actually, my grandfather is the one who started I believe it was 1985. And he says, um, be, a, be part of the elite few. 
that are helping us. And one way that we keep our tuition at Rama, our tuition at Rama, I think, is three thousand fifty dollars for yeah, all year really cheap. or yeah. something like that and, and and we haven't had a tuition hike in i don't even know how many years i mean i, I don't even know since since your dad's been dean if we even had a tuition yeah. hike we maybe charge a little more for because the yearbook fee went up or that kind of stuff but we haven't raised tuition yeah and the reason why is because our award partner club is yeah. basically basically everyone who comes to Raymond gets a scholarship from our award partner club and, and so so i mean they're able to to Pay a little bit, and the great thing about Rama is that other colleges take our take our credits, and I know I know you yeah, you, use I was, that. you you can talk about what that. Yeah, is. it helped me so much. I, I got over sixty credits from Rama, and it helped yeah. me get my business degree. So. And, and so the thing about it at Rama, if you figured out, it's like seventy dollars a credit hour, and I'm not sure you went to Oklahoma Wesleyan, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it was probably like two hundred, three hundred dollars a credit hour yeah. if you if you know. So that that, that 60, 60 hours yeah. was was huge. Yeah, and so it's like one of the mo- most affordable ways to actually. Yeah you know, go to a real college. Yeah. And you know, one thing too, I was in a, in a country in Africa and I know you guys send those word of faith magazines. That's part of what the word partner club members do is they help support the publication of that. And I was at, in a country there and we were just, me and my buddy were in a mall. We were kind of taking a break from ministry and we started talking to a guy in a store and we mentioned that we were there helping with Rama and we mentioned Kenneth e. Hagen and he said, Oh, I know him. And he pulled out a laminated excerpt from the word of faith magazine that he had kept in. He he was keeping it in his pocket. And so you never know what your support or who your support is going to reach. And, you know, there's people that we will never meet on this side of heaven that are being impacted by us supporting, not only with our prayers, but financially with the vision that of what Rama is doing. So guys, Pastor Craig, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. And Tanner, I didn't know if you wanted to add anything else. No, you guys I'm, are I'm just thankful, popular. thankful for being with us today, Pastor. And um, I'm excited for what Rama is going to continue to do. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're excited for 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 everything. It's excited that you're actually members of our church as well, yeah. and that you yeah. guys are doing wonderful things. And I want to say I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't always get to talk to you and tell you in person, but you know, but, but I am proud of you guys. And I mean, especially you know Tanner here. I mean, I help coach him. Grow, grow, yeah. you know, I've, I've known him for a long time. But you know, I met you whenever Andrew was was yeah. playing basketball, I think ninth grade or something like that. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and it's, I'm proud of what you know what you guys have accomplished, and you know, and you know, and I'm, I'm proud you know to hear about you know, your gym. And and that kind of stuff, and I think I think it's awesome. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, and you know, you guys are, you know, it's it's just incredible things what's going on, man. So, guys, just encourage you again, rbtc.org, and again, check out Craig's podcast. He's posting it whenever he's able to, but normally Tuesdays and Thursdays. And you can Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you watch. Just search Craig Hagen. That's the easiest way, and go listen to him and uh, continue to support Rama. So, we thank you for joining us today.